This is Basement Sports Podcast, episode number 50. 111. 50. Oh. 50. But that's well, still that's 49 nice... more than I thought we'd get at it. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> it is that time. We're actually a day away from the backyard brawl. We're a day away from Penn State's opener, uh, which conveniently got moved to about the same time. Half hour was afterwards. It? Yeah, half hour afterwards. So I to let all you Pitt, West Virginia fans get in your seats. Get hammered. Get there. Do get, what you got to do. Get in your Try fight. to watch some ACC horseshit minor league football before the Big Ten kicks off. Yeah. And then. You don't want your viewership. I heard Penn State's on upset alert this weekend. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing Penn State plays Purdue. They both have six year quarterbacks. Yeah. They're both bringing back the guys. Purdue was very hot last year. Penn State faltered. Right. Um, but we'll get into that more now. It's, I think it's only three, three and a half. Yeah. The spread. Yeah. Same way with Pitt. Pitt. Aren't they three and a half? No, nah, they're a little bit more. They're, they're a little bit more. Yeah. I, I'm. We're gonna we're gonna go through both teams here, and then we're going to um, uh, we're also going to go into a little bit of pro football since uh, yesterday was cut down day, and then they uh, all the teams were adding to their practice squads today. So we can talk about that a little bit, but let's open up with college football. We are a day away from the backyard brawl, Pitt and West Virginia after a several-year hiatus. So this is a two-year series. One. How long did Pittsburgh. it go before when they quit playing, Greg? Oh God! Could they played in seven years, or is it longer now? I don't think they. I think it was longer. I'm trying to think who the was. Was White the quarterback for West Virginia last time they played? No. Or Palco no. for Pitt? Like when did they play them? No, I think the last. It, it might have been. Um, hold on, I'm going to look that up. We we'll get our producer to look that up yeah. while we're shooting the shit. But it's one of those rivalries that there's just. It was just stupid for everyone involved at both schools, the TV networks, the conferences. They need to play every year. They're about an hour and a half apart. Yep. Um, and this is a rivalry. This is why Penn State and Pitt should play every year, regardless of who's better, regardless of conference affiliations. It's bullshit. That's exact. It's a state of PA. The game. last me- the last meeting. This was eleven years ago. Wow. November twenty fifth, two thousand eleven. West Virginia twenty one. Pitt twenty. Uh, the first time they ever played. It was Western University of Pennsylvania. It wasn't even University of Pittsburgh yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a big play for uh, So that was, uh, that was 1895. The all-time series pit leads 61, 40, and 3. Um, so West Virginia's actually won the last three games, but that was 11 years ago. Yeah. So um, the longest streaks, Pitt actually had a 15-game winning streak at one time. West Virginia had a five-game winning streak. Last ten games, West Virginia is seven and three against Pitt. But again, this is—it's been quite a while, and a lot has changed since then. Um, so tomorrow's seven o'clock kickoff. I got to be honest, I'm—I'm I'm kind of a, a wounded Pitt fan over the years, even though they did win the ACC championship game last year, which was great. But you never know what to expect. We, you know, the the Panthers no longer have Kenny Pickett. They no longer have Jordan Addison. They have a lot of people returning, and they have some new talent. So one of the things I want to do is like go over Pitt overall, and go over Penn State overall, and then go game by game. Like, what do we think their end of the season record is going to be? Well, I can and tell that, you this about Pitt. You said they have a lot of people returning. 
Start with the offensive line. Yeah. All five guys. All of them, yeah. And they're all beasts. And I bet, uh, I think there's at least two NFL linemen on Pitt's offensive line. Yeah. Maybe three, yeah. Dep- how they play this year. Um, they have good cohesion. They're big. And I think the difference is going to be in this game. Uh, I think this Slovis kid that transferred from uh, UC- uh, USC. USC, yeah. When you go back and look at his stats then when he was young, He's a damn near a 70% completion kid. Very, very accurate. Very accurate, yeah. Now, I don't know his decision-making. I don't know if he runs. I didn't watch him. He's he's not – he's mobile enough, but he's not as mobile as Nick Patty. Or so that's what they were Or Pickett. Yeah. So that's what they were like kind of decide what they wanted – where they wanted to go between I, I think two. Slovis is so much more accurate than that Nick Patty kid at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, plus, he transferred, and there had to be some promises made – to Slovis to get him here. Right. If you're coming here, you're the starter as soon as Pickett leaves. Right. Um, and he didn't do anything to lose that promise. Right, right. Um, so, But I, I think the story is going to be for Pitt is in the trenches. Now, West Virginia brings back their entire defensive line. Right. They also bring back a lot of their players. They're younger, though. Their offensive line is all back mm-hmm. for West Virginia. But their offensive line has sophomores and juniors in it. Mm-hmm. Pitt seniors and they're nasty and they have a couple NFL. I, so I think this this game is going to be maybe middle of second quarter. I think you're going to see Pitt's offensive line start to start to pound the ball, and yeah. I do think they're going to run more. Narduzzi's not a fan of passing anyway. Um, I think he'd much rather do the wide receiver sweep, yeah, and try to trick somebody to get some speed on the outside than run it between the tackles. Remember, Pitt's running game has been fantastic. For years, until the last two or three, since it was, was his name, Allison. Yeah, he was. It, he was incredible. I just, I still remember that run against Virginia Tech. Oh yeah, it's, I, you know, they're they're two years ago. Their running game was horrible. Yep. Uh, Kenny Pickett was running for his life. Yep. You know, and then last year it was better. Still not. Good. Wasn't great, but it was better. And this year they've they've kind of signaled that. It's going to be uh, Israel Vanakanda. Yep. And, you know, they're going to do a he's Tomlinism. A, he's and a Division one running back. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. Now, I don't know what they have behind him as far as depth-wise. You'll be able to tell us that a little bit. But yep. I really think this game's going to be one in the trenches, and I don't think the spread is good enough. So for all you betters out there, you know, for fun only, just for shits and giggles, I already put 50 bucks on Pitt to cover. Okay. Um, and I'm not a Pitt fan, as you well know. And I really do not like Pitt's coach. Yep. I do not like a guy that is an absolute love affair with field goals, regardless of time, regardless of score. The guy will take three points or at least attempt three points at any point in any game, no matter what's at stake. I do not like it. Right now, the line is seven and a half. I got it at six and a half. No, you got it six and a half. But okay. I bet it. Uh, uh, what's today, Wednesday? I bet it Tuesday morning. Then you must, they must have had a lot of people putting money on, putting money on Pitt. They, they think moved they the did. Lineup. Yeah. I think yeah. They, well, everybody knows, and, and, that, and we talked about the offensive line being big, but their defensive line is, ju- is always gigantic. good. Yeah. And these guys are going against each other every day in practice. Yeah. So when you got NFL defensive ends and defensive tackles against some offensive line, both teams are getting better. Right. Um, so I think you're going to see this game. Now, West Virginia's got some some speed. Mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled with their quarterback. I don't think he's as good as a Slovis kid as far as accuracy goes. But, I mean, if 
Pitt's worst part of their defense might be their secondary. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about their linebackers, how many are coming back. I don't know how many are injured. But um, as far as losing corners and safeties, I think that would be their weakest. And uh, does he, is, he, is this kid from West Virginia going to have time to throw? Yeah, that's going to be the big th- – the pass rush is going to be, you know, a big uh, a big part of this. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. It's 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 going to be interesting. So right now, who's the who's um, the big defensive end for Pittsburgh? Is it Shepard? Pardon me. Is there a kid named Shepard for Pitt, or or Shear? Jabal uh, Shear? No, he's gone. Okay, he's gone. He you mean for D- so on 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 their defensive on their defensive line, you've got uh, Baldonado, uh, who's who's starting at defensive end. Your tackles are David Green and Devin Danielson. Does that have their height and weight? Yeah. So uh, what are the defensive tackles? Ball, well, let me start with Baldonado, a defensive end. He's six five, two sixty. David big Green, for a defensive end. David Green is six one, two eighty. Uh, Danielson is six two, three hundred. Okay. Then so small tackles. Your other your other side defensive tackle is Cansey, who's six foot two eighty. And your other uh, your other side defensive end is uh, Deslin Alexander at six four two seventy five. All right, so their ends are too are big. Yeah, I mean most NFL defensive ends run around two forty two fifty. These right. guys are both bigger, heavier guys. Now their linebackers, I mean they've got a strong linebacker core. Their their three linebackers are Kamara, who had a really good season last year. The star, the senior Savassier Dennis, yep. who had a great year last year, and their Mike linebacker is Shane Simon, who's a senior, 6'3", 235. Um, cornerbacks, A.J. Woods, Marquise Williams, and their free safety, Eric Hallett, and strong safety is Brandon Hill. All right, so they're all new. Their pre-secondary is new. Yeah, they're, they're, but, but they're experienced. Like, their they're safety and their, their free safety and their two cornerbacks are seniors. Their strong safety, Brandon Hill's a junior. Yeah. So they've been around for a long time. Um, <clears throat> but but that's kind of like the makeup of their defense right now. Offensively, of course, you've got you've got Slovis, a quarterback, Abanacanda is your starting running back. Your receivers are Mumfield, Jared Wayne, uh, Means, and your tight end is Bartholomew. And then, like you had already mentioned, the the line seniors. are all returned. All yeah, seniors. Every, and they're every, all seniors. Yeah. Yeah, they're all seniors. Um, so wide receivers are question mark in my mind a little bit for Pitt too, since uh, they did lose their best, maybe the best receiver in the country to the transfer portal. Yeah. Um, but. Well, he was last year. He won the Blitnikoff. Yeah, so they voted. I still think he's going to be the best receiver in college football. More than likely. But I don't know anything about these guys. I mean, they got to Pitt. Pitt's Division One. They draft well. They got some fast guys. So. Yep. I and mean, they actually Slovis got Mumfield. Mumfield was a transfer, you know, so they brought Mumfield in. And um, you know, these these other guys we're gonna we're gonna have to see, but you've got a whole off season uh for for Slovis to get used to these guys and for them to get used to each other because you offensive know, coordinator for Pitt. Signetti. Same system? No. Totally he, different. He runs the ball more. That's right. He runs the ball more than so it's a different system than than Pickett ran. Yeah, but they couldn't run the ball when Pickett was there. 
No, I, I think they're going to have a little bit more success this year running the football, and I think that that's something that you know Narduzzi certainly wants to do. He's in, he, he likes he, to run. And he control wants the to. Clock. He wants to. You mentioned like the middle of the second quarter. If he can get there with a lead and start having that offensive line impose their will, pound it, and just you know, and that sets up a play action pass. Yeah. for an accurate quarterback. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lot of big plays and. Uh, uh, on either team, right? I think you're going to have to get you know an eight to eleven play drives if you want to score a touchdown sometimes. But right. um, I do think Pitt's offensive and defensive lines are going to take over um, by the end of the game. Okay, we'll see. Well, let's take a look right West now. Virginia let's has let a ton of uh, speed. They do have speed, so we'll you know we'll see. You know, it, again. Speed will help you if your quarterback has time to throw. Right. If he doesn't have time to throw, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. So let's go game by game for for Pitt. Come out with a final record. So you took Pitt to beat West Virginia. I do. Okay. Um, I want to know. So next week, um, you know, re, uh, this this home and home series against Tennessee Volunteers. Um, you know, Pitt coming off. They'll have, you know, an extra couple of days off after playing a Thursday game. But they went into Tennessee last year and won. And won. Yeah. Uh, I expect them to win again and, this year. And you expect them to beat Tennessee. I do. Okay. Then they are at Western Michigan, who beat them last year. Yeah, they're going to win that game this year. Um, Western Michigan was good last year. Yeah. They're yeah. very good. Now, I think their quarterback's different this year. Yeah. So, we'll see. But you, you're So, now we're 3-0. and Yep. Then at home against Rhode Island. 4-0. 4-0. Home against Georgia Tech. Five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Oh. Home against Virginia Tech. At Pitt. At Pitt. Six and zero. Oh. On the road at Louisville. Hmm. I don't know. Louisville's kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, um, you're right. They could be good home. I don't think they're good there. So that could be their first. That might be the first time they uh, have somebody that is going to put up a game. But again. I don't. I, I say Pitt. You're going wins. seven and zero. I am. All right. Pitt at North Carolina. It's a loss. Okay. So seven and one. Home against Syracuse. Win. Okay. Eight and one at Virginia. Win. Nine and one. Home against Duke. Oof. ACC. Duh. I'll say win. Ten. Ten and one. Yeah. Then last game at Miami. Lost. Lost. So you're going ten and two. Or nine and three. Or nine uh, and three. You know, Pitt, the Louisville game could be. It could, and right. Pitt always does a Western Michigan. Yeah. They always look ahead. They they're famous for losing a game against a team that they're much better than every year. I agree with you. I I see like a nine and three, ten and two. I mean, that you know, uh, Georgia Tech, they want a weird. They used to. They're getting a little more. They're back more, to a regular offense, yeah. but they still have a weird, weird offense. And they still have to. Their their coach still has to. Get some recruits in there mm -hmm. to, to play his system. You and know? the other and one's Duke. Duke's been getting good, uh, better. I shouldn't say good, better, but they're getting yeah. better every year. But again, I really think if this if this line, I think Slovis is going to have four seconds to throw the ball, three four right. seconds every time, unless it's third and, and in, fifteen. And in college football, that's an eternity. And they don't but call yeah, holding no. in college football. No. You have to rape a man <laughs> before a flag comes out in college football, literally. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people pull them down from behind, and the referee just 
He's looking at it, and then he just waves his arm. Right? It's yeah, good. that's Whatever. good. He, he, he wasn't involved He's in the play. Dead, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> they ran the ball on the other side of the field. You can do it. You can get his wallet if you want. I'm not kidding. So let me ask you a question. So let's say, you know, going into the – let's say they go to Louisville and win, and they're 7-0. and They go to North Carolina and win. That could be another tough game. It yeah. go either way. Yeah. Good coach. But man. let's say they're seven and let's say they're seven and oh. How how high rank do you think Pitt could get before they get their first loss? Top fifteen. Top fifteen. All right, because they're seventeen now. Top fifteen. Seventeen now. Maybe top ten. Okay. I, I don't think they're gonna be inside like top five in the country or anything like that. Just uh, we don't know yet what Slovis is. No, we're gonna find out tomorrow night. Um and, and tomorrow night. This kid has experience is the only reason I'm saying I think Pitt should be favored. Pitt's going to be favored in 10 games by easily. Right. Um, as far as the bookies go. And they're playing some of the tougher games except Louisville and Miami at home. Right. And that kid from Miami, I mean, it's the last game of the year. That quarterback could be hurt when they put, go into yeah. Miami. You don't yeah. know. That you kid's going to be good. Yeah, he is going to be good. Miami's going to be good this year. All right. So that's Pitt. We're looking at possibly ten and two, nine and three season. I think so. Good, good, good season for good Pitt season. Football. Nice good bowl season. game. Yep. So let's take a look now at Penn State. Let's go over to the other side of the state. Uh, obviously, uh, this is going to rest on a six-year senior quarterback who can't throw. Um, mm-hmm. Sean Clifford has been there for six years. This is the Kenny Pickett story. Yeah. Every year he's supposed to be good. Every year he disappoints. Uh, and, but Kenny Pickett. Figured it out. Mm-hmm. He, the light came on Kenny Pickett's last year. Yeah. And, then, and he was there for 700 years yeah. at Pitt. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Clifford figures it out. Okay? So right. I don't have much faith right. in that. And the reason I don't have much faith in that is because the offensive line at Penn State is nowhere near the offensive line of Pitt. Right. Um, well – does so like like anything, it all hinges on that offensive line. It does, and they're they're supposed to be better this year. But two yep. guys already transferred out. The two yep. of the big studs that you know were good ranked linemen transferred to the transfer portal before the season starts. Right. Um, I don't like James Franklin as a game day coach. I think that guy should be on Nick Saban's uh, crew. As an as an assistant coach and recruit and recruit and they would get yeah. every player in every in America. He's a yeah. great recruiter. Right. I think he's a good human being. I like I like I, I like what he stands for. He seems to say all the right things. Uh, I probably a guy I'd like to have drinks and dinner with mm-hmm. uh, and and listen to stories. But I don't think he's a good game day coach. Um, he does not. I don't like the offensive coordinator from last year. And maybe some of the plays he called was because Clifford was hurt and the offensive line was shabby. Um, That's one. That's one thing. One break I'll give Clifford. I think he played a lot of last season hurt. He did. He's one of the toughest kids that come out of there. Him and Trace McSorley are two of the toughest quarterbacks in Penn State history. Yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that when you get a receiver that has a four-yard lead going deep that he either throws it 10 yards too far or he throws it 10 yards short where the receiver has to stop right. to come back for the ball. Right. He's a horrible deep ball thrower. He's okay in the run, mm-hmm. but he also doesn't he doesn't read. He doesn't go through progressions. If his first receiver is not open based on, you know, the way the formation of the defense or the blitz 
oh, the linebacker comes and he has a slant over the middle. He's okay with that. Right. But his first inclination is to run. Uh, he doesn't go through the reads. Penn State has some good young receivers coming back. And Penn State has some good running backs. Doesn't matter how good your running back is if there's nowhere to run. There's no hole. Yeah. We all know that from ask, watching football. Ask Pitt that two years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. They're going to go as far as Clifford can take them. Their defense is also young. I will tell you that Penn State's defense, uh, Mustafer, their big defensive tackle, mm -hmm. uh, got hurt in the second or third game, was out for the year last year, and right. it made them much easier to run against. That kid's a beast, right? and he's healthy. So he'll be back to start against Purdue. That's going to help the run defense. They have some good defensive ends. They're very young at quarter. Uh, you know, Joey Porter Jr.'s back. Mm -hmm. He's only a sophomore. He started as a freshman. Right. So there's some talent there. Um, their safeties are young, and their linebackers are young. Right. So uh, we'll see. I mean, it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten comes up in three tight end formation and tries to knock you down. Right. It's not how the ACC plays. No. ACC different. is a conventional play-action pass, 10-yard ins, uh, throw it deep if you get one-on-one -on -one coverage. It's an NFL-style type offense. Right. Big 10 is stop the run before right. we throw it. Right. And, and, and we're going to keep running until you prove to us you can stop it. And the Big yep. 10 defensive lines stop runs mm -hmm. unless you throw some play action passes and i don't right. know if penn state's offensive line who's going to go for a fake for a running back he's only getting two yards if you right. give it to him right so i i'm not I, I don't think everyone i heard kurt herbstreet say that penn state could be a sleeper i don't agree with it um not not yet anyway and that's unless that offensive line can come together i don't i don't you get don't it. it i don't get it well let's go you know we, we already mentioned that penn state is at purdue uh, tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Could easily lose uh, that game. Okay. First time on the road, but I'm going to pick them to win. They have. Okay. A, I think they've beaten Purdue seven straight years or something. Okay. It's been a long time since Purdue pulled out a victory against them. So win against Purdue, be one and zero, and then home against Ohio University. That'll be a That's going to be closer than it's people be closer think. Closer than you think? Uh, I do, but Penn right. State will win at home. All right. Then at Auburn, they beat Auburn last year. Yep. At Beaver Stadium. Right. Uh, but it was because Auburn's quarterback was hoarded. Yeah. Um, that's an SEC team that hasn't been as good in the recently. A team that actually should have beaten Alabama last year. Absolutely. So <laughs> I, I would say I would say Penn State loses at Auburn. Okay. Two and one. So that's two and one. Then at home <laughs> against Central Michigan. Three and one at home. Yep. They're three and one. Yeah, they're at home. So that will be three and one, then uh, at home against Northwestern. I think they win that. Okay, four and one, then at Michigan. Lose. Okay. Four and two. Four and two, at home against Minnesota. Hmm. Tough game. Win. Five uh, and two. Yep. Home against Ohio State. Lose. Five and three at Indiana. Win. Six and three home against Maryland. Win seven and three at Rutgers. Win eight and three home against Michigan State. Lose eight and four. Yeah, so looking at and that's like, about yeah. And I think that's as good as Sean Clifford can play. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't be surprised if that turns into six and six. Okay. Uh, there's a couple games on there. You you can't play in the Big Ten mm -hmm. every week. 
you just can't commit turnovers. You can't make mistakes in the Big Ten or teams like Indiana or Minnesota. Or, or Illinois. Or Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Any of those teams will beat you if you make mistakes. And Sean Clifford, although I don't think Clifford is a turnover machine, right? Um, I just think there's too many three and outs when he's under center. Now, the good news is this year, if they have that five-star freshman, Drew Alar, is the backup. He just passed Christian Valua as the backup. Mm -hmm. So this kid is was like the number one quarterback in the nation, and he came to Penn State, and everybody wanted him to start in front of Clifford, but we all know Sean Clifford has dirty pictures of Franklin and somebody in his drawer because Clifford – he would uh, Franklin wouldn't even take him out of a game where they told him he's not allowed to run. You're so hurt, <laughs> and they lost in 14 overtimes to Indiana or Illinois, whoever it was last year, because John Clifford couldn't get the ball in from the two yard line because he wasn't allowed to run. Right. It was ridiculous. Yep. Yep. But he'll play him as long as he's got all his limbs attached. Well, we're, um, we'll see. I mean, it's my favorite time of the year. Like football it's an awesome time of year. And, and again, um, James Franklin can't beat Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. He can't do it. He's proven he can't do it. Mm -hmm. um, and he'll lose, a, he'll lose a game that he lost because he won't make any adjustment. He's not a good, he's not a good game day coach. Mm -hmm. he, I just don't, I, I don't like him. I, I don't know if I'd like him or Narduzzi better. Yeah. The thing I like about Narduzzi is his his teams are physical. Yeah, his teams. They, he should be a Big Ten coach because well, his team he coached him in the Big Ten. Like yeah. when his his defenses at Michigan State, were they were physical. Absolutely, very very physical. You couldn't run on them. No, and that's the first thing you have to do when you play football in a major Division One conference is you have to stop the run. I remember then that you don't have to worry about play action pass. I remember the bowl game before Narduzzi came to become Pitt's coach. And they were playing Baylor, and ba Michigan State was playing Baylor, and Baylor was just had the high speed. flying offense, oh. speed, incredible Wide outs, speed. Yeah. running backs, quarterback ran. And Michigan State won the game. It was a high scoring game, and they were asking him, you know, after the game, he knows the stats, he knows what's going on, and they asked him. They said, well, you know, uh, what do you have to say about your defense? You guys won the game, but you guys gave up, you know, forty one points or whatever. He goes, hey, we outscored them. Our our job was to make get them to score less points than our offense could put up, and we did. And he, we did. And he said, and actually, we gave up fewer points to them than any other team this season. I was just gonna say, yeah. I think he had a comment that said anybody else would have given up sixty today. Yeah, yeah, because Baylor played well. Well, they were Baylor ranked played. one and two that yeah, year, up yeah. with Oregon, Baylor. Yeah, them and, yeah, they were. They were they good. Were, they were up there for a while. Yeah, they were. Up and there. then they took, you know, they took it now, but they they made it to a major bowl game. It was them against Michigan State, and I'll tell you what. You talk about entertaining. Like, that game was fun. College fun football is just, when these kids are going in, and there's so much speed. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous that, you know, a, a little five-yard slant pattern, if the linebacker misses his read, if a guy misses a tackle, it, you know, you used to get another 15 yards if a guy missed your tackle. Right. Now it's gone. He's gone. Right. Right. Uh, so you don't know. When you're playing these Division One games, you don't know. Injuries are a huge part about it. Uh, I think, once again, the Big Ten, Ohio State's the king, the cream of the crop uh, with that quarterback coming back. He was a freshman last year, for yep. God's sakes. Yep. And he'll probably be the first pick in the draft if he leaves. Um, I don't know if he's allowed to leave after a sophomore year. 
<laughs> anyway, I don't know what the rules are in the draft. But anyway, no, not anymore. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I, I'm not a Sean Clifford fan. Now, if the light comes on for on his sixth year, like it did for Kenny Pickett, they're right. going to be good. They're going to outscore people. Right. It's like you just said. But I don't. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any. I don't see him getting better over the years. He's the same guy last year as he was two years before. And I don't think the offensive line will let him stand back there and wait for receivers to get open. Right. I just don't have any faith. Okay. We'll see. Let's go eight Let's and four. See. Okay. That's going to be fun. It's always I fun mean, to it's, watch. It doesn't matter. I watch them every week. If it's yeah. they're losing 60 to nothing, I still watch them. Yeah. I just drink more. <laughs> As we sit here drinking our honey bourbon. Yes. Shout out to Pottsville. Was it Allentown? No, it was Allentown, PA. This honey good. bourbon came from Allentown. Yeah, really, really good. good. Excellent. Nice and smooth. Um, <clears throat> so let's, uh, let's, I, I just got to say this. Um, I was looking at, I, I'm always intrigued by over, under win bets, you know. Well, the experts think they know. Yeah. Well, there's, there's probably only one for fun, uh, bet I would make. Okay. And I was kind of shocked that the total was this low. For college or for pro? For a college team. All right. An SEC team. Not one to be challenging for a Vandy. championship. No, Arkansas. Okay. One total six. I, I'm stunned by that. I'm not. I'd, I'd take the over every day, including Tuesday. Uh, um. I'm not. I think that's about right where it should be. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Go, I wouldn't I'm bet gonna, under if I had to. If you had a gun to my head, I'd go over. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bet the over. Yeah. Because I, mean, I. I had more than one opportunity to watch that. That was. That was kind of like of all the all the over unders I looked at. I was like, okay, I can see that. But for some reason, for that team and the way they finished and who they have coming back next year, SEC uh, this year, schedule, man. I, no, I get it. I get it, but man, I guess I, the key there would be to see who they have at home and who they're away with, be, and then who they're. You know, Alabama always plays polytechnical dental school <laughs> twice a year, right? Um, and it's usually right after they play, you know, Auburn. The next game they'll play St. Joseph's School for the Blind, right? At home. So, so let's let's look at the schedule. So Arkansas is ranked number nineteen in the country. All right, going into they the do season. have a lot of kids coming back, right? First game they host Cincinnati. All right, that could be a loss though. It could be, but Luke Fickle but, down there, but, and they lost their quarterback. They lost their quarterback. Right. They lost a lot of guys. They lost Sauce Gardner. They did. You know, they lost a lot of people. Then at but home wait against, a minute. you say it's at home or, or what? It's at home. All right, so that, let's just give them, let's give them a win with a new quarterback in Cincy. All right, then they host South Carolina. That's a win. That should be a win. Then they host Missouri State. Three. So now they're three and zero. Oh. <laughs> Now, or two and one, either way. Right. Now, here's their probably their first loss is they're at Texas A&M. All right. So yeah. they're two and two, three yeah, and one. Three and one. Then they host Alabama. All right. All right. So now so they're three and two. Three and two. Or two and three. Right. I think they're three and two. And I'll say two and three. Okay. Then they, they're at Mississippi State. That should be a win. Okay. I don't agree with that. Well, I think they'll beat All Mississippi right. so State. So you're up to four. I'm up to four. Then they're at BYU. Another tough game. At BYU, that's right. a loss. At Auburn. That could, be a, that could be a loss. Home against Liberty. That's a win. And Malik Willis isn't there that's anymore. That's five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Home against LSU. Okay. Either way. 
Home against Mississippi. Win. And then Six. at Missouri. That's seven. Seven wins. All right. And worst case scenario. I don't know seven about that. Seven wins. Uh, I, I don't know. Think, I think I, they could lose to Cincy. Yeah, they could. I think they could easily lose to Mississippi State. Um, See, I don't. Who think else did lose you them. have them beating? That I, I had uh, BYU. I think they could lose at BYU. BYU's good, especially at home. But even if they do, that's six. So you can't. You're going to push. I, yeah, at I, the worst. I just. You might have just talked me into taking that over. I just don't think they lose at BYU. I, I just SEC team up and coming. They've had. They had a top ten. Warm weather class. city. Warm weather school. Going to BYU. They're in going the snow. to BYU. No, it's October fifteenth. That's. But foot no, of snow in October. I've been to Utah at that <laughs> yeah. time of year. It's not bad. It's okay. not that bad. It could be. It could be. But it's in Provo. Provo's down in like a bowl. So it yeah, may so not be snow snowing. Snow never leaves. It may not be snowing. But it'll be interesting. I found that to be my most interesting over-under. Um, That's a good bet. I don't know if I'd take it, but I, if if I may put 10 bucks on that. Yeah. So let's go segue. over to let's go over to the pros. Let's segue. Let's okay. segue over to the pros. Let's talk Steelers. So I watched preseason games. I actually went to three one. and zero, baby. Yeah, I went to um, uh, I went to a preseason game, and um, I went to the game against Seattle. Okay. And then they were at Jacksonville, and then home against the Lions. You're, I think we could both agree the offensive line is trash, awful. What are your overall thoughts on the the quarterback? The quarterback play. Um, ah, never been a Mitch Trubisky fan. I thought he shouldn't have been picked where he was by the Bears. Mm. I think he's average at best, slightly, maybe slightly better than average in, with a good defense like Pittsburgh should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, there's no way in hell after watching the preseason and it's spending a first round pick on a quarterback, which I still say they should not have, that I don't start Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. I think he should start. Okay. From day one. Okay. I was, you know, I, I'm a. Hey, wait, I'm a, before you say that, you remember yeah. me saying he shouldn't be a first round pick. Right, right. But now you're you're saying he should start over over Trubisky. Trubisky absolutely, yeah. okay. I absolutely do. And why they didn't train Mason trade Mason Rudolph for a bag of fungo balls and a jugs gun, I don't get it. I see why they. I see why. I see why they didn't. I, I do I not. Have some, I have You'll some, have to explain that. Yeah. Um. First of all, teams probably didn't offer them what they wanted. Take a and fifth rounder. I don't, I, he's not going to play. But, I, we, but we're, we're not in a room to know what was offered or if anything was offered. Right. I'd have taken a uh, seventh rounder, though, Greg. Yeah. I mean, the no, guy lost his job to Duck Hodges when Ben was hurt. I, I get it. I he get had it. his chance. And we can go into a lot of discussion about that season, that season that Ben was hurt and all that shit. But, you know, and, and you know me, I was – I was a Kenny Pickett fan, you know, when he was at Pitt. I liked the pick. I think Pickett looked even better than what I expected in the preseason. Uh, he better than uh, I expected as well. Yeah, I think that just his composure. Know, his composure, and this is this is the thing that, yeah, you know, ESPN loves to compare him and Malik Willis. Okay, uh, no reason uh, for uh, that. Yeah, but Malik but, Willis can't throw a ball. But they loved they love to do that, and the thing is. Yeah, Malik Willis can run all over the field like Lamar Jackson and, and you know, a lot of other Lamar can't throw it either when they get behind. Right. Thing is, what I loved about Kenny Pickett in the preseason was his decision-making. Mm-hmm. 
and just his poise. Poise like, is great, he, and he, here's the thing. The offensive line sucks. Yeah. Do you want a guy that can make a move, make a guy miss, roll out, and he can throw on the run? Or do you that, want Mitch Trubisky back there? Who's yeah. oh, he's, he's a little mobile, but right. he's no Kenny Pickett. No, and the, the one, you know, I was, I was there for the Seattle game, and, uh, you know, the last, the last drive, the last second touchdown, which the crowd went insane. Crowd went nuts when Pickett came into the Just game. Just because he's from Pitt. Yeah, but – there was one throw in the preseason that I was that really turned a light bulb on for me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know that that was a perfect decision, and he made this throw under duress. He was got hammered against Jacksonville. That pass to Fryermuth up the he scene. He got hammered. He got nailed, and he, he knew he was going to get nailed. Yep. And that pass was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Yep. And I'm just, you know, and I was I was actually talking to Startari. That's because Startari. Hated the pick, like he Me too. hated it. I did too. No, he hated it worse than you I did. I can't even believe that. And, but even he was saying he couldn't get over the poise. Absolutely. That he had. And I think. And, and here's the thing. Tomlin hasn't named a starter yet. No. No. Everybody in Pittsburgh, if you watch, <laughs> listen to these douchebags on sports talk radio here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right? which I think we have the douchebag. What do you think, says, Ron? Huh? <laughs> Wait, wait, did, you just, hear, did you hear me a, fart back there, it's Ron? It's amazing, Ron. It's just so amazing, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> then they giggle. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's. I'm not so sure Pickett's not going to start. I, everyone in Pittsburgh, I'm the only one that thinks he's going to get the nod because he hasn't said anything yet. Right. Tomlin saw the same shit we did. Oh, I know. Right? I know. The offensive coordinator knows that their line blows. Right. You have to have a guy. That can move yeah. to make this offense work. They're playing Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincy. Right. All who have, you can say what you want about Cleveland not having a quarterback this year, but they all have defenses that are fantastic. Yep. Front sevens. Right? Right. You can't let Mitch Trubisky go back there and throw a six-yard slant on third and 11. Mm-mm. And they tackle him two yards short of the first down and Pittsburgh punts. Right. I don't think Trubisky's going to be horrible. Right. I think he's average. I, I didn't like him when they took him out of North Carolina. There's no way. That was a horrible pick by the Chicago Bears. Right. Everyone says, well, he, you know, he, took, he won a playoff game with Chicago. Yeah, well, he did, but their right. defense was phenomenal. That's when Khalil Mack was an absolute assassin. Right. Right. And he, that defense was good. He didn't put up 40. He didn't put up 35 points in the playoffs. He did enough to win. Right. And if you want a game manager with a shitty offensive line, go ahead. Right. You go ahead. And I, I'm tired of people saying, well, you can't put a rook. When are you going to put him in then? Yeah, he's he's really. At what point do <laughs> you think. He's a 24-year-old rookie that played a year or two more than most quarterbacks coming out of college football. He was there game. for eight years. And he, play, and he played in a pro-style offense. He absolutely did. And not only that, at what point do you think the Steeler faithful are going to watch Mitch Trubisky go three and out, three and out, three and out, no, incomplete, be three and out, and before they're not saying they're put him in. They're screaming for him. Yeah. Put him in now. And if he fails, put Trubisky saying we're going to He's pretty banged up. Yeah. He's not. We lost three in a row. We're going to give Mitch a start this week. What are they going to say then? Right. Nothing. Right. There's nothing you can say. Right. 
There's no absolutely, and I think Tomlin is smarter than we are. I think Mitch Trubisky is going, or Mitch Trubisky, that everyone in Pittsburgh thinks is going to start that game against. And he's not Cincy against Cincy. Their first They're game? at Cincy, who yeah. destroyed them both times last right. year. Right. I think you're going to see Kenny Pickett as your starter week one, and I'm the only one in the whole world that thinks it. I couldn't get over watching George Pickens play. Yeah, he's a beast too. <laughs> he's he might be. He might end up being the best receiver coming out of that draft. Speaking hey, of that, yeah, we talked about draft and how I'm more. A, uh, oh, I'm gonna have another draft. Okay, keep, but keep talking. Gonna, all right. Keep so, talking. but just so you know, um, when we do our draft specials, I come in here and I do. I'm the draft geek that studies film and looks at all this shit. And you let me have my fun. And I tell you, I haven't missed on many. And I I admitted that I missed on Miles Jack. I didn't think he was going to be good, but he ended up being. Uh, around forever, making some plays. It looks like uh, we both missed very heavily on a Pittsburgh linebacker that when they traded up for him, you and I were on the phone. We called each other and said, fantastic pick. We can't believe they did it. That's exactly what we want them to do. And it looks like Devin Bush, whether it's his ACL, whether it's not, he looks horrible. They actually traded for a linebacker. Um, after the cuts, and I don't remember where he played. Um, Minnesota, maybe. Unless that was a lineman, I, I I don't remember. You'll have to check it out. But when I think I missed on Devin Bush, and I think you and I called each other that night and went, we were watching the draft together, uh, not same house, but at the same time. And they said, there's been a trade. And you and I both jumped up and went, Pittsburgh's going to move up to get that linebacker. And we were as happy as two people could be. And I'm sad to say I may have missed it because of his injury. Yeah, well, he hasn't been, let's face it, he hasn't been the same since he got hurt. Like yeah. is it, Since that surgery, he just hasn't been the same. Now, you could say... If he had remained healthy, we could have been right. Yeah, you, maybe. You know, but I know we were pretty happy. We were really happy. I I loved watching him play, watching him play in college. I really enjoyed watching him play. I thought he's one of the two best linebackers in the draft. I agree. The other Devin from LSU. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he is good. Yeah. He absolutely is good. Name, uh, what's the name of that bourbon there you got? Explorer. Uh, American honey was honey yeah. bourbon. Explore American honey bourbon. And yeah. yes, for all you listening, uh, we do have ice in our bourbon. Yes, we do. At least a couple of at least a couple of. Cubes. And if you think that's wrong, then you can eat a dick because <laughs> it's our podcast and we drink we it the will, way we like. We, will, that we always have we always have drinks with our podcast. You and Roger and Goodell, because you, as you know, Roger Goodell can eat a dick every day of the week. <laughs> he is in the Eat a Dick Hall of Fame. And had we done podcasts during, had we done, cheers, had we done podcasts during COVID uh, when we could, if we'd have got together, I had nominees for the Eat a Dick Hall of Fame every week lined up. Because <laughs> right now, Roger Goodell is the only member. He's the only member. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, so we just had, we just had uh, cut down, at least for the Steelers. There was nothing to me that was stunning about who they let go, except for maybe Lagu. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, that, that one kind of surprised me. Um, yeah, uh, no, there was a linebacker I was surprised they let go. 
Not Avery. Uh, did Avery? Well, they let Avery go. Yeah. He was, the one, yeah. he was the one I was surprised just because of depth, but they did pick someone. They, picked they traded up, for They a picked linebacker. up Malik Willis from... from uh, not Malik Willis. Not Malik Willis. I'm sorry. Um, is the kid from Minnesota? No, no. Uh, he is. That was the lineman. Okay. Who is, where's um, the linebacker from? The linebacker is... Anyway, from, they on. needed keep, linebacker keep depth, going. and I liked Avery. I thought what he played, and he, not only did I think he played well in preseason, but he was really good on special teams. See, I'm just wondering if something else was going on. I think Avery came back in the practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. No, he didn't. He did not. Did no, he get Ma- picked I'm up? sorry, Malik Reed. Malik Reed was the guy that they picked up from. Reed. From, from the Broncos. Denver, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they picked up an offensive lineman. From Minnesota. Uh, yeah, from the um, uh, Jesse Davis. From the Vikings. Yeah, from the, he was with the Dolphins. Who, uh, surprisingly enough, I think's a guard. Okay. Everyone says that they're that Dan Moore is the worst tackle in football. Well, feast your eyes on the Dallas Cowboys against Tampa the first week, because <laughs> Tyrone Smith's out for the year. Yeah. And their replacement right now. No, they did bring in Jason Peters for a discussion today. Yeah. This is as big as this booth that we're in here at the recording studio. But he's also 411 years old and gets hurt every 16 snaps. But their replacement for the Dallas Cowboys was their pick this year, their lineman, mm-hmm. who get this. Remember, Dallas Cowboys right. led the NFL in penalties. The guy they picked up to play led college football in holding penalties. <laughs> We've already said they don't call holding penalties in the NCAA, and he led the nation in holding penalties. And now he's going to a team that led the NFL in penalties and where they haul holding on every effing play. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Thanks for being – thank you for ruining my life by being a Cowboy fan. So as uh, the Steelers that were released, Justin Lane was claimed by the Giants. Yep. Um, he didn't pan out. He wasn't as good no. as I thought he was going to oh, be no. out we of thought, We thought he was a steal. I, well, but, you know, like, I mean, for the round he was been in. He was, was a, a late pick. rounder. Yeah. And we liked him in college. Yeah, Michigan I State. liked him in college. Yeah, me too. So I was shocked, but he didn't do anything in the pros. No, no, just got burned. Another cornerback for the Steelers. Right. They're as bad at corners as they are as good at receivers right. when it comes to drafts. Um. But then the, that quarterback they drafted in, in the seventh round, Olakun, got picked up by the Chiefs, yeah. which was he interesting. He didn't even get much playing time. No, he didn't even get much practice time. Andy Reid likes anybody that can, he can run. move and throw. Right, right. Now, the Steelers um, have so far, as of the time of this podcast, have signed eight players out of 16 to the practice squad. And who's, here's who they've signed. Anthony McFarlane. Um, Hold on. Uh, wide receiver Cody White. I liked him. They put they got Leglue Le Black yep, back like on, the, on the practice squad. Um, Ryan McCollum, offensive lineman William Dunkel, defensive lineman Carlos Davis. All How about out, they cut both the Davis brothers? Yeah, they cut both of them. Yeah. They signed Carlos back. Okay. Then uh, outside linebacker uh, Hamilcar Rashid, uh, Rashid Rashid Jr. And safety Elijah Riley. Okay. So they've got eight more they slots. They still got eight more guys. They got eight more slots that they yeah. can fill. Um, but even even across the NFL, I don't think there was like a mind blowing like release a, a cut. Yeah. I just, no. Uh, although there's something going on with they got to change some roles because Dallas cut all three of their backup quarterbacks mm-hmm. and their kicker. 
So technically, Dallas has no kicker and one quarterback on their entire roster. Right. Because they brought them all back to the practice squad, but apparently you can bring some so many people up from your practice squad prior to the game. I don't know right. how many days before or whatever, but those guys on the practice squad can be signed by any team right. at any time, but they have to be on the NFL roster. Right. You can't sign a practice squad to practice squad. No. you got no, to them sign them to your roster. Right. So what the theory was with Dallas, with Danucci, uh, mm-hmm. the kid from West Virginia. Uh, oh, my God, I'm going to forget his name. Cooper Rush yep. and the kid from West Virginia. I'm sorry, I forget his name, and it's horrible because I like him the best out of all three. They cut them all, and I'm thinking their guess. Okay, so someone grabs one, yeah, grabs two. We'll bring the other one back, and then we take one off a practice squad. Uh, so I look up Dallas's roster. Yeah, I'm looking up. I'm looking up their cu- their cuts. Um, You'll see the quarterback from West Virginia on there. They released oh Will Greer. That's it. Greer. Will Greer. Yep. yep. Sorry, folks, I couldn't remember that. I. Oh, and by the I've way, had two honey bourbons. Jannard Jannard uh, Jannard Avery signed with the Buccaneers. That's who it was. Yep. Buccaneers. Yeah. And I love that kid. He played well on special teams too. Mm-hmm. And there's another team that won the Super Bowl that says, "Here's this kid's fast. He's physical. If he doesn't make our roster, he's going to make tackles on special teams. Right. Right. So it Absolutely. makes one of their three units better. Right." Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And I don't think Pittsburgh, especially with their depth, could afford to lose them. I, that was a surprise cut for me. At least keep them on the on the practice squad. Or, but ca- or have them for special teams. I I would have kept them on the fifty three. Um, why they're keeping Hayward's brother uh, as a tight end who's not? He's a fullback. <laughs> is total bullshit. It's kind of <laughs> like having the third Watt brother as a fullback. Pittsburgh doesn't use fullbacks, just no. FYI. Uh, even on third and one, they go out of the shotgun, which drives me effing crazy, the NFL teams <coughs> on third and one. You hear me, Jerry Jones? <laughs> it's third and inches, and you put a guy in shotgun, and he's four or five yards behind the line of scrimmage. So let, let's go game by game for the Steelers. Yep. Uh, and let's assume, based on your logic, that Kenny Pickett starts. Mm-hmm. Okay. At Cincinnati. Loss. Okay, 0 and 1. At home against the Patriots. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, win. Win. 1 and 1 at Cleveland. Win because of their quarterback situation. 2 and 1. Home against the JETS 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 Jets. 3 and 1. 3 and 1 at Buffalo. Loss. 3 and 2. Home against Tampa. Loss. 3 and 3 at Miami. Loss. Three and four at Philly. (laughs) Philly had a really nice draft. Good young team. Uh, Pickett versus the Alabama kid. Um, At Philly. Mm -hmm. Loss. Three and five. Home against the Saints. Win. Four and five. Home against Cincinnati. Loss. Four and six at Indianapolis. Loss. Four and seven. At Atlanta. Win. Five and seven. Home against the Ravens. Win. Six and seven. At Carolina. Win. 
seven and seven. Home against the Raiders. Loss. Seven and eight. At Baltimore. Loss. Seven and nine. Home against Cleveland. Win. Eight and nine. You're picking Tomlin's first losing season. Uh, and that's being generous. I, uh, I honestly <laughs> think they're going to be seven and ten. Okay. It depends on Cle- – here's, here's the thing about Cleveland. Cleveland – Cleveland's quarterback situation is horrible. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line is excellent with Miles Garrett. Yeah. And the Steelers' offensive line is garbage. So I think Cle- I think they split with Cleveland. They split with Baltimore, and they lose to Cincy in a division. Mm-hmm. I just pick him to beat Cleveland twice yeah. to get to a – to one game under five, five yeah, I think they're going to be seven and ten. Okay, all right. And I don't care who the quarterback is. So you're pick it or and, and everybody knows, I think's going to be six and eleven. Everybody knows you're a Cowboys guy, mm-hmm. so let's go through the Cowboys schedule. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's see let's I'm a see what the, let's see what the guy. let's a realistic a non delusional no, Cowboys. I think guy. the Eagles are going to win the division. All right, go, go ahead. Home against the Buccaneers. Loss. Zero and one. Home against the Bengals. Loss. 0 and 2. At the Giants. Win. 1 and 2. Home against the Commanders. Win. 2 and 2. At the Rams. Loss. 2 and 3. At the Eagles. Loss. 2 and 4. Home against the Lions. Win. 3 and 4. Uh, home against the Bears. Win. 4 and 4. At the Packers. Loss. 4 and 5. At the Vikings. Win. Five and five. Home against the Giants. Win. Six and five. Home against the Colts. Loss. Six and six. Home against the Texans. Win. Seven and six. At the Jaguars. Win. Eight and six. Home against the Eagles. Win. Nine and six. Wow. There, oh, I split Not, the Eagles. Nine and six. At the Titans. Loss. Nine and seven at the Commanders. Last game of the year. They're mm-hmm. not kind of being to play for. Uh, Dallas will have to win that game to make the playoffs. I say win. Ten and seven. That's about right. I, I, and I, I can also see them going eight and nine. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 and here's the thing. We pick these games with everybody healthy, right? Yeah, right. And exactly. everybody in the world does. And then Dak Prescott breaks his ankle on day one, and now they're one and 11. Right. And everyone goes, you asshole, you had him 10 and 7. Well, you a, uh, you're right, I did. I didn't have Ben DiNucci you, starting. You have, a, you, have a, you have a Ben DiNucci coming yeah, in to rescue hell. your season. <laughs> I mean, I like Cooper Rush. He won a game last year as a backup mm-hmm. against the Vikings. That's mm-hmm. why I picked him to win against the Vikings again. Right. Because hopefully Dak will be in there. But Dallas is going to have the same problem Steelers are. They have no offensive line. So when you're playing the Eagles, the Redskins, you're in trouble. Giants, not so much. I think this is the fourth year in a row that the Steelers have played the Buffalo Bills. Mm. They may as well be a, a, a division team. Like it is weird. It is like, and this is because you know we. I, this is the third year in a row at Buffalo. Third year in a row. That's what I was going to say is weird. Yeah, they haven't played them in Pittsburgh. No, they for the first. Yeah. the first in the four game you series. You think it'd be two and two. Two in Pittsburgh, two in Buffalo. You'd think, not but that's not how it, like when their schedules work out and the records and shit like that, that's how all the shit works. Uh, and, I, and so far, 
you know, so far they're one and two against Buffalo. They lost at home, and then they split the last two games in Buffalo. And I just, I they don't. They have no prayer this year. Um, here's the thing. What if Buffalo's quarterback gets hurt? Yeah. Let's say he only misses six games. Who, Josh Allen gets hurt? They're done, yeah. right? But I think Buffalo's in the Super Bowl if he stays healthy. I they're my too. AFC pick. I do too. They're actually, if he stays healthy, they're my pick to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They're, they're my favorite team. Yeah. Uh, I think they're the best team depth-wise. Um, yeah. All three sp- offense, defense, uh, special teams. Um, in the NFC, I, I don't think the Rams are going to repeat. Uh, there's some bad teams. Seattle's I think bad. They'll make Houston's the bad. I think Detroit's bad. I think the Rams are in the playoffs. I agree. I, don't think they're gonna I agree. Um, but from the NFC, boy, I think Trey Lance is a bust. But they did sign Jimmy. Yeah, he'll. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback about four or five games. Uh, into the year. I told you he was one of my busts. Him and the Jets quarterback were both busts yeah. when we did the draft. And yeah. I can't understand why they took either one. Trey Lance has about nine starts under his belt. Right. Um, who are you picking from the NFC to win it? I'm not picking Green Bay with uh, with Devontae Adams leaving Rodgers. No. Um, I'm not picking Tampa Bay. I agree. They're, he, they're, the, they're the sexy pick, and I'm just I'm not I don't buy it at all. I think the NFC is up for grabs. I do too. I think it could be anybody, but I got to be honest with you. I think the Rams repeat going to the Super Bowl. I, I do think not. they do. I think it's too hard. Well, I, I just I but 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 to to the point about the NFC and the mulling over in our heads about who the hell it's gonna be. Yeah. That's why I go with the Rams, because they're a known commodity. And they've got, you know well, obviously they got Aaron Matt Donald Stafford, Matt Stafford, back, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's back. Yeah, I they just they make the most sense to me. As far as again, depending on who's healthy when you get to the end of the year. And getting into the playoffs, but I don't buy the Buccaneers. Well, I don't like anybody in the NFC East, Dallas and the Eagles, to win the Super Bowl. No. In the NFC North, you got the it's, Vikings it's only, and Bears. It's only Green Bay <laughs> that's going to come out of this. Yeah, it's yeah. only Green Bay. Not like the Patriots. Uh, I think uh, the surprise, well, no, not even that. I, I think the NFC is, is based on injury. It's just going to be. Yeah, it's, like, who's the healthiest It's going the attrition in. thing. Right. It really is. Right. Which I think is going to be a, a great – I mean, football's back. But, but it's can fun. Can we just drink another cheers, please? Yeah, cheers. Ready? Yep. There we go. Yeah, I, I agree. Football I, season's back. It's just fun. By the way, I took Friday off. boy. So I'm getting a little toasty tomorrow I, night. I already, I, already ha- I already have, like, Friday off. <laughs> Long weekend. We need to play golf. We need to go, um, play, we need to go play golf. And I've – for those of you who don't know, I was in Scotland yes, on a 10-day yes, golf yes, trip. Yes, you lucky bastard, you. And <laughs> I figured some shit out. All right. That's awesome. So when are we going to when are we going to start getting invited to like Bob Pompiani's golf outings and shit? We need to like, I guess if Bob Pompiani ever too much of a Do, do you think do you think do you think big shot to come on the show? Do you think we get him to come on? I, you no. know what? Why the hell not send him a message? I would say Seriously. We sh- what do we have to lose? Yeah, we got nothing to lose. My god. Yeah, we got absolutely I'm not even nothing wearing to pants. lose. Why in the hell would he didn't need to know that? No, no. I mean, do you think Bob Bompiani ever I've in his life on air said Roger Goodell can eat a dick? No, I never. don't either. But I, and that's for, for I think he would come on just because he could say it. But Bob, I'm going to ask him. I Bob, will who say can this. eat a dick in your. I've name? met I've met Bob Bompiani and thought there's not a nicer guy. I absolutely in agree Pittsburgh with that. media. There's is is there not a better a nicer radio guy. voice. No, he's <laughs> it, and and the thing he's is, he's got a face for radio. 
But it's a shame. It's a shame he has to like. He's got to split time with. I just farted, Ron. You know, it's like he's got to be Ron, on there with that. On the air, with Ron. That. Oh my God! Ron, I, I hate all you people. You know, just and they argue with him. He's 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 got a he's got a, a, a nut job and an old crotchety fuck that he's, who doesn't he's, can't pronounce anybody. No, he's been no. doing sports talk radios forever. Who was pitching for them, Gerardo? He still does not know anybody. Gerardo, name. thank God they got Zeiss off of there though. Zeiss went over to KDK. Thank God. Oh my God! It's just like talk I, about a lung I, cancer. I, I, I had nothing. I had, I had nothing to listen um, to. Um, we're gonna go. Uh, uh, what's his name back there? Uh, uh, what's the pirate? What's uh, the Pittsburgh baseball nickname? Uh, hold on, I'm trying to get my. Um, oh, hold on. Uh, what? God damn it! <laughs> what's this segment brought? Who, who's this segment brought to us by? Uh, who's this? Uh, the worst. <laughs> This is a this Worst is a sports radio ever. This is a sports update. Uh, Pirates lost to the Brewers ten days ago, six to three. <laughs> They're planning in a night somewhere. Uh, we recorded this because I'm I'm too damn lazy to, yeah, to do no it live. Idea. And I don't know. I know they have that O O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz for the Cruz. Pirates. Cruz. He hit a ball 117 122 miles, miles an, an hour. hour. 122. And I don't know what happened to it, but. Uh, um, uh, he's horseshit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a blast as always. Please check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Did you remember to put it on Facebook last time? Yeah. Then I did not remember to and share. And you it. didn't remember to share. It, I did, did not. You? Well, you better fucking share. It I tonight. will. I forgot. <laughs> share. Yeah, share. By the way, share. for yeah. all you, all seventeen you assholes that keep listening to this. Will you ask us an effing question once in a while? Yeah. We keep saying, tell Please us what you hate. Ask us tell us question. we're full of shit. Tell us you tell hate us, us you both. Agree. Tell us you we hate don't us care. Both. Tell us my penis is small because <laughs> I, I already know it. I don't care. But you, every week we say, will you please comment? Because if you say something, we're going to contact you to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And then We always like guests because trying to fill an hour. And our producer... It's it, horse shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but our producer does not care. No. He's drunker than we are right now. And there's he does no work. He does no prep. Uh, this is just Greg and I decided <laughs> to do this on a whim because we would get together and fight. Yeah, about amongst sports. Amongst ourselves about sports. And then the COVID hit, and we were all set to do, like, live broadcasts yeah, from a local bar. And this shit happened. So we got to try to build that up again. But, hey, everybody. You know, find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, on Odyssey, on and look at our Twitter page, Facebook. Send us an email. Basement Sports. Basement Sports Podcast at gmail.com. That's Basement Sports Podcast. Basement Sports Gmail.com. On Facebook. Basement Sports on Facebook. Basement Sports on Twitter. Check us out. We will talk to you next time where we will be through. By that time, week one of the NFL season. Eat a dick, everybody. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Thanks.